Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. the podcast that aims to unlock the mysteries of the past with the key of fact. My name is John Rain. I am David Reed. I am Eleanor Morton. Please join us as we present to you mysteries that have baffled the world and puzzled the minds of the very best. Today we bring you closure. David. Hello. Um, I bring you closure today on the legend of Spring-Heeled Jack, uh, the the demonic figure of Victorian London and beyond. Hmm. Um, So this, if you don't know the story, this started in 1837. and continued uh, reports of sightings of Springhill Jack into 1904. So he he was quite old yeah. by the time wow. he reached Liverpool yeah. in 1904. Stiff, stiff jointed. Very stiff, very <laughs> stiff. Some sixty uh, odd years later, but uh, he was a demonic figure who would uh, jump out at people um, and terrorised them, often young women at night um, and he was believed to have claws and uh, could breathe blue fire um, and wow. then would leap um, to escape uh, the one account says he leapt over a nine foot wall in wow. order to escape, but the first sighting was by a servant girl called Mary Stevens and she was walking through Clapham Common uh, when a strange figure leapt out in front of her, grabbed her and started kissing her, oh. um, and ripped all of her clothes with claws that she described as cold and clammy as those of a corpse. Ooh. How does she know? Well, um, yeah, the claws of a corpse isn't isn't yeah. a, a, a simile I'm particularly... Not really, no. But she was, maybe she wasn't, you know, a literary type. She was reaching when she was yeah. asked what she it was, was like. She was traumatised, isn't she? She was traumatised, it's fine. Was it the MP Ron Davis? <laughs> History does not relate. <laughs> Um, I can neither confirm nor deny it was the MP Ron Davis. <laughs> he was out looking for badgers. That's right. Yep. Um, the next day, um, 
A fig near Clapham Common, a figure leapt out in front of a carriage, forcing it to swerve and crash, and the driver was injured, and the attacker was said to have leapt over the nine-foot wall that I've previously mentioned, wow. whilst babbling with a high-pitched ringing laughter. Oh, can, can, can we hear that now? Well, babbling with laughter is quite difficult, isn't it? Mm. All of these accounts seem a bit mad, but um, sort of... Um, <laughs> is how I imagine oh, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, that's horrible, yeah. It's an Ewok. It, it was a bit of... <laughs> but an Ewok who's trapped his foot in a door, maybe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, um, you know, Jabba's little mate. Uh, oh, yeah, Salacious Crumb. <laughs> is that what it's called? Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Salacious Crumb I thought it would just be called, like, Worm Thing or something. Oh, they all had names in uh, Lucas's mind. That's a, that's what was the name thing. of the guy who played the... Was it Sly Snootles who played the clarinet? Uh, yes, it oh, was. That, yeah. And the, the keyboardist yeah. was Max Rebo. That's right. I do know Max... I have heard of Max Rebo and I don't know why. Was it Max Rebo who jumped in front of this carriage? <laughs> it might have been. I mean, that would frighten you enough to swerve. I've not it? seen his legs. He might have really good legs. Yeah. Max Rebo is true. Really Slender, sitting down. Really slender calves. Um, so after these two incidents in uh, 1837, Londoners began to report bizarre attacks, um, which were more like harassments, but from um, a ghost imp or devil Ooh. in the shape of a large white bull. So oh. it's white. Um, and mainly attacking women, the figure slash monster uh, would often ring a doorbell and then when someone came to answer, it would ravage their clothes with its claws. <laughs> this was quite the common thing. Oh, God. Um, other sightings of him uh, were simply ambushing people when they were out walking. Um, and reports kept trickling in for the rest of the year. And the assailant was in, often described as in the guise of a ghost, a bear... And or the devil, so and the devil, so the devil right. bear so or a lot devil of, ghost. Lot of different things here. Yes, he was even described once as having red shoes and red armor. Oh, wow! So a lot of different costumes going on. So was it? And a theory at that time started to go round that um, it was a group of rich assholes mm. who were betting each other to scare people. I one hundred percent believe that. Yes, Me so too. do I. Me too. <laughs> uh, but this was happening so often. The actual mayor of London. Uh, made a statement about Spring Hill Jack. Everyone was tweeting him saying, when are you going to do something about it? Exactly. And he said, all right, I'll I'll talk about this Spring Hill Jack thing if I must. And so I have his statement here, which I can read to you, uh, which you can cut out because it's probably boring. Hmm. But um, he says, it appears that some individuals of, as the writer believes, the highest ranks of life have laid a wager with a mischievous and foolhardy companion that he durst not take upon himself the task of visiting many of the villages near London in three days different disguises a ghost a bear and a devil and moreover that he will not enter a gentleman's garden for the purpose of alarming the inmates of the house the wager has however been accepted and the unmanly villain has succeeded in depriving seven ladies of their senses two of whom are not likely to recover but to become burdens to their families wow so (laughs) right so they were so frightened they are now they're just damaged goods now useless useless to anyone wow Um, I mean, that's the biggest issue here, isn't it? At one, he continues, At one house, the man rang the bell, and on the servant coming to open the door, this worse-than-brute stood in no less dreadful figure than a spectre clad most perfectly. The consequence was that the poor girl immediately swooned and has never from that moment been in her senses. The affair has now been going on for some time, and, strange to say, the papers are still silent on the subject. The writer has reason to believe that they have the whole history at their finger ends, but through interested motives are induced to remain silent. Wow. So he said, it's a police, uh, also a paper cover-up. 
yeah. from, the, from the mainstream media. Wow. The Times immediately reported on it to disprove his yeah. uh, his. I, I was surprised they weren't already. And other national newspapers re- followed the next day. And soon uh, they re- uh, were receiving tons and tons of reports of uh, having been attacked by a similar figure uh, over the last year. Um, it's that mass hysteria again. Well, the mass hysteria in Victorian times. Yeah. Or as I like to think, uh, with the with benefit of uh, 21st century hindsight, it was uh, the Me Too movement of its day. Mm. Of the mayor of London going, a most demonic figure from, uh, from hell itself. And the women are going, hang on, yeah, I've been attacked by a man in the dark. <laughs> yeah, me too. This one gentleman must surely be stopped. It's like, no, hang on, we've all been attacked by men walking home in the dark. And then Spring Hill Jack released a statement saying he's going to go and convalesce and recover. And, <laughs> and he'll be fine. Yes, he'll be a better he's person. He's got an addiction, but... It's, yeah. he's, he's wanting to better himself now that he's been yeah. I'm, I'm I'm just saying it, it, there's the theory it's one man the theory that it's a group of three men yep. I'm going for the theory it's most men <laughs> <laughs> hashtag all men are Spring Hill Jack. that's right all men are Spring Hill Jack but the, it, the, it got a bit stranger after that so that was 1837 stranger than that, stranger than that. Okay. in 1838 after it, it was escalating a bit and most people had now heard of Spring Hill Jack in February 1838 a woman called Jane Alsop answered her door in the MO of Spring Hill Jack is to ring the bell and then run away <laughs> um, answered her door uh, of her father's house to a man who was claiming to be a police officer now, he told her to bring a light as we have caught Springheeled Jack here in the lane. But there's no light in the lane. Mm. Uh, so she, she got a candle and she came out. And as soon as she gave the man the uh, candle, he was wearing a large cloak. He threw off his cloak and, here's another quote from her, presented a most hideous and frightful appearance, vomiting blue and white flame from his mouth while his eyes resembled red balls of fire. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Um, Miss Alsop reported that he wore a large helmet and that his clothing, which appeared to be very tight-fitting, resembled a white oilskin. Now, an oilskin was the uh, the rain mac of the time, mm. but a tight one, a tight like mac. Like a latex kind of thing. Well, maybe. Oh. Maybe it was a fetish kind of thing. I don't know. Um, without saying her word, he caught hold of her and began tearing her g- gown with his claws, which she was certain were of some metallic substance. She screamed for help and managed to get away from him and ran towards the house. He caught her on the steps and tore her neck and arms with his claws, but she was rescued by one of her sisters, and after which the assailant fled. There's no mention of leaping in these, no. uh, in these reports. No. He did, but he, was now, he could now vomit blue flame, which is slightly different. And he's it? doing knockdown ginger as well. What's not? Oh, what's knockdown you know, ginger? You know, you knock on the door and run away. Yeah. Except he's pretending to be a policeman. He's being a policeman and clawing at her um, her body with claws as well, which I don't think is traditional in... in we called it Ding Dong Dash. What? Ding Dong Dash. Ding Dong Dash. That's a much better name. <laughs> what does, I don't know how knock down ginger. What, no. What's the ginger here? Is that is that at the door? Mm, person called Ginger? <laughs> I don't ginger know. Rogers. Presumably ginger knock Rogers. down is knocking and running away. Yeah. yeah. Rather than Ding Dong is specifically uh, ringing a bell. Ringing a bell, bell related. Yeah, Ding Dong that. Dash is, sounds like an iPad game as well. It yeah, does. I mean, I like uh, oh, copyright. <laughs> yeah. Copyright, I'm doing that. I'm doing that now. Yeah. Um, so eight days later, after uh, the Allsop incident, mm. um, 
a woman called Lucy Scales and her sister were returning home um, when a figure in a large cloak, again, stepped out of Green Dragon Alley and spurted a quantity of blue flames into Lucy's face, which blinded her and so alarmed her that she had violent fits for several hours. Her sister described the attacker as tall, thin, and with a gentlemanly appearance, mm. covered in a large cloak and carrying a small lamp or bullseye lantern similar to those used by the police. The individual did not speak, nor did he try and lay hands on them, but instead, instead walked quickly away. So the leaping has completely disappeared from his <laughs> activities at this point. He's just got bored now. He's got bored. Um, it was still attributed to spring Jack, though, this. Um, he became after, but these two incidents were reported in, in the papers enormously mm -hmm. and basically the legend was uh, it, he became one of the most popular characters of the age and so the, he was, stories were written about him in Penny Dreadful magazines and um, plays were written about him and even the devil was replaced with Spring Hill Jack in a lot of Punch and Judy shows mm. as well because mm. it was so popular at the time Yeah, um, and then now he was a massive star the attacks started to go further and further afield now that people had heard of him. So in Devon, where of, oh. of uh, famous Devil's Footprints yeah. fame that mm. we've talked about before, in 1847, there uh, a man was arrested for being Spring Hill Jack oh. in Devon called Captain Finch, and he was arrested for assaulting two women whilst dressed as a devil in a bullock's hide coat, skull cap, horns and mask. Wow. So maybe if he was released, he did the devil's footprints upon being released. <laughs> that almost sounds like the lyrics to that song, you know, like, soldier, soldier, will you marry me in your... In your bollocks, hide coat, skull cap, horns and mask. Yeah. <laughs> See, that would work. Yeah. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There was also quite a funny one. Uh, this is some time later. So this is 1877. Mm. So 30-odd uh, years later. Yeah, it's a long time. Um, a group of soldiers at a barracks in Aldershot uh, were... Uh, on sentry duty um, when out of the darkness a peculiar figure advanced towards them um, the soldiers issued a challenge and uh, but uh, saying they'll shoot and the figure kept coming and the figure came up beside the sentry and slapped him in the face several times the guard shot at him but it had no visible effect and the stranger then disappeared into the surrounding darkness with astonishing bounds wow so the jumping's back <laughs> the jumping's back by by the 1870s wow um so it's that cod liver oil it is and then there's other reports in lincolnshire where a mob chased a man dressed as a bear and the, the gunshots seemed to do nothing and then he escaped over a building he miraculously died and then, then finally Liverpool got on the bandwagon in 1888 and then 1904, which oh, is just on, like, guys, no, yeah. come on, far too late. Other stuff yeah. so, and then the legend of uh, all of the reports of Spring Hill, Jack die away and okay. nobody's done it again. So it's, to me, it's quite a few different things happening yeah. here. I mean, I think we're all on board. I'm getting the sense with the bunch of rich dicks theory. Yes. Yeah, the Bullington. Bulli- I was going to say Bullington Club. Yeah. Oh, which explains the different outfits. It's just like, I do the bear, you do the ghost. But also, you know, the... they could afford these fun outfits. Right. Mm. But also being described as uh, tall and thin and gentlemanly, mm. is they're, they're just adding costume to their... The clothes they've already yes. got, which are rich Fancy gentlemen's clothes. Yeah, clothes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think I think we've also got these gentlemen have maybe invented parkour. Mm. And <laughs> the naive Victorian uh, mind can't comprehend how someone can run up a wall. Yeah. Mm. And so attributes it to leaping. There is mm. something a bit Batman about this guy. I mean, obviously... With with the claws and the, the attacking the women. <laughs> jumping. And yeah. The, Definitely, and, Alf and, and the butler, and certainly, I think the uh, the image of Batman has been influenced by the pictures of Springhill Jack yeah. in Penny Dreadful magazines, because there's a famous one which yeah. I'll bring up now that the listeners at home can Google if they like. Mm. Yes, um, but he he has the horns, the horned sort of mask, mm-hmm. black mask, cape, and is holding a cape out. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, not Batman a would, on. not a cape on. That's no. a kind of chicken, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. He's not holding a small chicken. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that would not be scary. Not as scary. I think if he did it really insistently, it could be quite frightening. And if he'd given the chicken sort of like glow in the dark red eyes. Yeah, that'd be. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've got no signal, so I'm not going to bring up the picture. Oh. But I think we know. You, we I all think know I have what seen the picture about. though, and yeah. it's. A... Um, He's sort of... Um, it's taken from the attack on the Aldershot barracks, if I remember rightly. That's right. Yeah, 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 the drawing. Is. You've got a soldier going, what the fuck? Right, there's a big old man there. And that's yeah. the only time he attacks a man, is it? Or- uh, he jumped out in front of carriages. Now, right. um, there's, there's actually a suspect. Ooh. Um, so Jeremiah Beadle. <laughs> Again with the Beadle, the time-travelling prankster. Yeah. Um, now, a popular rumour uh, circulated... Uh, in 1840, so only three years mm. after the first attack, that it was an Irish nobleman called the the Marquis of Waterford, um, 
Is it Marquis? 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 I think Marquis. I think in Britain it's Marquis. Okay. Um, it's Ding Down Dash in Scotland. Ding Down Dash. So he was frequently in the news in the late 1930s for drunken brawling, brutal jokes Ooh. and Ooh. vandalism and was said to do anything for a bet. His irregular behaviour and his contempt for women earned him the title the Mad Marquis. Um, Not the Mad Marquis. Uh, it like looked like a tent. A tent in the garden. <laughs> well, he like was the Marquis. Play. Maybe with the big... Uh... The Mad Marquis is... The Mad Marquis is spelt differently, but maybe oh, spelling isn't... Okay. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and it's also known that he was in the London area at that time. Okay. And... Uh, he used to amuse himself by springing on travellers unawares to frighten them, and from time to time, others have followed his silly example. So he does sound like the original... Sounds like a YouTuber. Yeah. It must be yeah. so weird being rich and just having absolutely nothing to do. Right. To the point where you're like, yeah, that's fun. Also, if you're just in your big house, uh, and, and if you're an insomniac, yeah. and you're just like, and you're a drinker, yeah. you're just like, you know what? I'm going to jump out in front of but some women who I hate. Mm. He could have used his powers for good. You know, he could have been Batman. Yeah, but no, he's just going to attack women with, with some uh, thimbles he's put on his fingers. Um, good for him. Sharpen to a point. Have you heard of the London Monster? No. Okay, so um, because I'm a creep who really likes true crime... Mm. Um, what are you saying? This isn't true crime? Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but I can, I, can, I can make it weirder. Okay, um, yeah. In the 18th century, so just before this, there was a um, spate of crimes um, uh, caused by one man um, who became known as the London Monster. And what he would do is he would um, offer women um, uh, bouquets or cassages mm. and um, they'd have a big pointy stick in them and then he'd point, jab at them with the stick. Oh. And he would also have a knife and, and poke them in the in the, in the in the arse what a monster what a monster <laughs> and that was a sort of mass hysteria thing but it also ties on to um, quite a common within true crime kind of thing of there's this weird fetish some uh, sort of uh, predators have um, there's lots of instances of men cutting their victims on, on the arse right with, a, with something pointy like a knife or a pair of scissors or something so right. I was just wondering if that's uh, well. There was no, there's no asses mentioned no in the reports. This was more of a um, scrabbling at their sort of, um, of torso area. Yeah, but, but yeah, but ripping their clothes, mm, you know, mm. as part of the prank of terrifying them. Yeah. Um, but I think I think the three rich assholes theory holds water, followed so, yeah. by mass hysteria. Yes. Mm. You know, I think copycats, uh, copycats. Not the show with Bobby Davra. <laughs> Not blaming that for a minute. <laughs> but with, with the the many many reports, I stand by the. It was just women started to feel they could say that they've been attacked by men in the dark, and they, you know, if it yeah. if it added credence that they said, yeah. We, breathe fire over me mm. <laughs> then they were listened to yes. then maybe that's all it took also the fact that he's holding this police lamp yeah that's Ooh. full of oil that's he could right have just thrown hot oil over well just fire breathing yeah fire breathing uh, yeah. and parkour this now sounds like a circus performer yeah mm. he might have just been uh, an early Houdini. the Cirque du Soleil yes we're in town <laughs> that's right all the lady boys of Bangkok also, in those days, it's uh, much easier to just pretend you're a policeman. Mm. People are much more like, yeah, sure. Well, you... the police were brand new, really, yeah, weren't yeah, they? You so you might have had one of those things Doctor Who's got, where she shows them uh, the psychic past. Paper. Psychic <laughs> paper, yeah. <laughs> I'm a policeman. Yeah, because they used to sell that just in corner shops back then. They People did. hadn't thought of the consequences. <laughs> it's like those tattoos you used to get with sweets. That's right. 
get them in the bottom of your cereal. So is, yeah. Do you what? So the last one. Do you know what happened in the last sighting? In the, what in 1904? Yeah, it was just, uh, it standard... was just seen on the, on a roof. A man on a roof. Like mm. by that point, <laughs> was it a roofer? Liverpudlians were just like, <laughs> Jack. We're just like, I'll oh, give it a rest. <laughs> give it a rest. We've had the millennium. <laughs> Oh, the millennium. Well, the millennium, whatever it was called then. Millennium. Millennium. century. Yeah. They were too busy getting jiggy with it. That's right. To worry about Spring Hill Jack. No, Creepy. Yeah. But, I mean, it. it's a particularly uh, grim story. But it, he was sort of bigger than Jack the Ripper in mm. Victorian times in terms of capturing the public it, imagination. Was it one and the same? I was just going to say that. Oh. Interesting. What well, mm. different MO. Of course. Well, it's downtime, isn't it? <laughs> do you think Jack the Ripper was just following a, a, a foolish bet? Well, do you remember S- Steve McQueen, when he wasn't acting, he'd race cars? Right. Jack the Ripper, when he's not ripping. Ripping. He would, likes to do jumping. Would ring doorbells. <laughs> Jump. <laughs> rip girls' clothes and run away. It sounds like a different bloke, yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. So you just said rip clothes. Rip clothes. He's Jack the Ripper. Were, right. <laughs> do you think they were part of the same group and everyone was like, oh... Oh, Jack the Ripper! Oh, he's gone too fast. Well, it's embarrassing. It's like or if, if it's three blokes, yeah. like the third one who isn't famous at all yeah. is getting really annoyed. Yeah, yeah. It's like Defenders of the Earth. He's like Mandrake, the one no one cares about. Yeah, just like Mandrake. Why are you dressing up in black tie every day? Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm going to pull a rabbit out of a hat. Yeah, we Fucking... know, but this isn't a fancy do. I'm wearing my overalls. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fight Ming the Merciless, and you're going to pull a rabbit out of a hat. Why are you wearing white gloves, you weirdo? <laughs> Look, I've killed loads of prostitutes. You're jumping over. Offense. <laughs> Go away. Yeah. If I um, breathe fire, though, how do you? So fire breathing is spitting oil over a flame, right? Yeah. And he said blue flame, though. Mm. Yeah. Doesn't, does that indicate it's a gas? He's flame? a blue flame special, like Paraffin. Kind of Utah. Paraffin <laughs> burns with a blue flame. It does it? Right? Okay. Well, that would make sense. That's yeah. an oldie-fashioned fuel. I think so. Paraffin. Uh, glowing red eyes. Harder to fake. Um, That's probably just made up, though. It's probably just frightening. <laughs> That's just hysteria, isn't it? If he had red eyes. He didn't, you, though. If did you he? suddenly see eyes mm. um, that are, are lit by him spitting fire in your face. There you go. Was he very hungover? Bloodshot. Bloodshot. He was a, a drunk Marquis. Marquis. An Irishman. Yeah. Which would explain the uh, high-pitched cackling. Exactly, and the corn, pu- the corn pipe. <laughs> he, the pig under his arm. They did like to blame the Irish for stuff. They well, did, so kind of. Yes, they did. Fit. They did. It was in- Jews and the Irish. The well, they'd already done the Jews with Jack the Ripper. Jack, Jack the Ripper so. was the Jews. The in- Irish were genuinely called um, by some. Uh, people who considered themselves scientists or anthropologists oh, yeah. at the time, the white ape. Yes. Mm. And saying, being amongst them, it's very easy to fool yourself into thinking they're like us. <laughs> and there's it's like, that, oh my God. There's that punch illustration that is like, black man, Irish man, uh, white Englishman as like the top of the yeah. evolution chain. They all go into a pub. <laughs> Barman goes, I'm very uncomfortable with this whole scenario. <laughs> and the Englishman goes, I'm terribly sorry, I'll buy the place. <laughs> I'm just no blacks, no Irish. <laughs> now leap over that fence. Yeah. <laughs> wow, he actually did it. <laughs> yes, I'm. So I yeah. think three rich dicks followed by mass hysteria and copycats mm. is yep. going to be the uh, the answer to this. Yep. And I'm happy to believe it was an Irishman. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, there can be no doubt that we've not put the yeah. lid on that one. Definitely. Closing oh. that filing cabinet. Let's hear the noise. Are you adding a sound effect into this? Or no. just well, I could do, couldn't I? <laughs> yeah. Well, you did it last time. Did I? Yeah, you did it quite well. <laughs> there you go. Brilliant. Well, thanks for listening, if you did. Uh, we'll be back next time with another mystery to 
cool your blood. Cool your blood? Yes. Freeze your blood. Freeze your blood. Remove yeah. your blood. Yeah, remove your blood. No, that's we're not doing that. <laughs> we're, not. we're not doing that. Oh, okay. that's, that's next week. Do we not have time? But do give blood because it is important. It is important. But, but not don't all waste your blood. blood. <laughs> don't give away all your blood. <laughs> don't put it in a bin or something. No. Because they won't take it. And you'll, you'll really be up uh, shit creek if you imagine, don't have any blood. If you put your bin out and it was full to the brim with blood. Wow. And the dustman would be like... Is that not allowed? I don't think so. Uh-oh. No, it, it has to be contained within black bags right. Yeah, if they're going to take your blood. <laughs> this Noted. one's got a hole in it, though, because it's just squirting <laughs> oh, out. Oh, dear. Anyway, yeah, so follow us on Twitter if you'd like to. Mr. David Reed, yeah. at Eleanor Morton, Mr. Ken Shabby. And follow the podcast, more importantly, at All Rather Pod. And we'll see you next time for another one where we'll take all your blood. <laughs> <laughs> all your blood. All of Goodbye. Bye. It's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.